Rolling Stone Podcast. This very Hulk Hogan-esque facial hair you have going on where there is a severe disconnect. <laughs> only on one side, though. Yeah, on one, only on one side. Welcome to the podcast, brother. I'm going to come riding in on red and yellow Harley, brother. Game, game's over. Will Sasso. You better make sure to take your vitamins, brother. Take your vitamins. <clears throat> you better eat your Wheaties, brother. Um, Will Sasso does amazing impressions. I wish he was on more podcasts. And every once in a while, like he'll catch him in like a clip. And it's probably old from like Fighter and the Kid or is that new one that they have. Um, he does an amazing king. Yeah. He does an amazing Hulk Hogan, and it's the total, like, yeah, the, the run I come riding in that red and yellow Harley, brother. Um, or, and he does uh, Jesse the Body Ventura. Mm-hmm. Do you know who this is? He does an amazing one, and he, Will Sasso is great because he goes on the bit with the voice. He does an amazing, he does an amazing just of the body where he he constantly refers to he goes well why don't you tell me why don't you tell me why i i i have a, i have a silo worth of two years worth of tortilla chips on my property just in case just in case something has to happen so why don't you go why don't you tell me how a frog man jumps out of a helicopter I don't know if I'm doing that properly, but in my brain, I sound just like Jesse the Body Ventura. Why don't you tell? Well, why don't you go tell me why I have a bunch of horn husks, uh, corn husks in this silo on my property? For the listeners, I can't wait to listen back and then receive your criticism. So getting ready for it. I thought it was perfect. 10 out of 10. Perfect. I always think I was just. Isn't that the thing where you always think you do good impressions and then someone tells you, you're like, no, you suck, bro. Someone's like, oh, by the way. Um, yeah. Um, it was really just, I was, it was a classic like Ryan Browner move where I was just like trimming up yesterday. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to leave this. Mm. Is that what Ryan Browner would do? It wasn't, he like, wasn't one of his classic moves to like shave his facial hair into something ridiculous and come into school with it one day and then shave it off maybe that's just an uh, a memory my brain has made up but <clears throat> i don't quite recall but he had the, the facial hair all throughout high school to do it yeah he was the only person i've ever met who had facial hair at like 12 he i i, re- I remember being like this man it, uh, us being third graders and him being a fifth grader at Pembroke and being like that child has leg hair thicker than the head <laughs> on my, the hair head that I have on the top yeah. of my head. He was a freak of nature and um, MIT and all of the major universities should be studying his genetic makeup to figure out what exactly yeah. went wrong, you know, in the making. I don't <laughs> think it went wrong. I think, I think Ryan Brown joke. <laughs> Yeah, I think Ryan Browner, or it could be, you could look at it both ways. I do think we are sooner or later, evolution will bring us back to, to wampum in the in chimphood. And I think Ryan, as we the, discussed, as Browner, I think is the, the the next step in that evolution, where we've had, you know, thousands of years 
close to 40,000 years of being hairless, homo erectus standing up on two legs. I think we need to start reverting back to chimphood. I mean, there's already like TikTok trends of like workout, the, like warm guy, and stuff where it's the like guy on all fours, right? He's like, I've yeah. been, I've been walking on my hands the last three months. I've been walking yeah. on my hands for the last three months. So why don't, why don't you tell me why my trapezoids are so, are so toned? Why don't you tell me? <laughs> and I mean, it makes some amount of sense. Yeah. To someone that does not have any sort of exercise science degree, it makes some sort of sense. Yeah. Someone with a kinesthesiology minor. Why don't you call in um, to the podcast and tell us, do we got something cooking here? We can call Maggie. Oh. <laughs> Old flames reignited. <laughs> um, but, but like let's, in my brain, it's like down memory lane. Let's, we started that podcast and with Maggie adjacent. Yeah. yeah. Maggie adjacent. There's been another one, two, three, four in the, in the mix from then till today. Seven, 10. Who's to say? No, it's like the limit. Two, the limit three. does not exist. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. How uh, were you going to say? I don't remember. Oh, uh, just that like in my brain, I'm like, yeah, we evolved from apes. So like uh, the original functions of our bone structure was to do those they're things. Still, they're still there. Yeah. <clears throat> I, that's so, like, why, it, why are we? Uh, what Have you ever seen an ape in the wild bench pressing? No, I have doing some doing some fucking doing uh, some RDLs. Yeah, doing some uh, what are they called? The the marine raises or whatever they are. Yeah, there's like so those big shoulder presses. Yeah, shoulder pre- presses. Yeah. Have you ever seen you ever seen just a giant silverback just, you know, like plops himself down and just starts repping out some Arnold presses <laughs> with a couple dumbbells? <laughs> you're see, you're seeing. Ever seen an orangutan uh, hit a preacher curl? I haven't. <laughs> I haven't, so, dude. So why are and we? So, so here's the question is what if we did train monkeys? Imagine, bro, if you if we like before. took like <laughs> took like a silverback and just ran them through like rigorous, like mm. like athlete type training, like D lineman type training, and yeah. then just put them back out in the wild. And just, just <laughs> he would turn into Caesar. Caesar. Yeah. He would be he would be the greatest. He would lead the chimps in the chimp uprising. Um, I have I've had this conversation, I think, with York people. Um to create because primates are very, very high, um, high IQs. Like they can they can be trained to do things. They're very co- they're very coachable, um, which is a great quality you want in all of your athletes. Yeah. That's to train plus like four on the draft board immediately, yeah. dude. Yeah. Before the Wonderlick test uh, in the NFL yeah. draft, like there, you Bill you, Belichick you is to... already taking a hard look at this silverback yeah. before he yeah. even gets in the gym. <laughs> that, 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 those photos of him with the binoculars and then his face <laughs> like a chimp. His jaw jutted out. Um, I've had this conversation with York people to create a a, a fighting uh, organization for for monkeys for for 
we would have to start off with chimpanzees because gorillas would like legitimately kill each other, but train them like put weights in their hands and like do like the cocoa like blocks in like the certain types of holes and sign language. We can teach them how to make some significant muscular gains. I think yeah, we can and also and then put them in an option. Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. I think we could, dude. Get Scott Perry. This is this is the new venture for Scott. Is that we are going to put him in, uh, you know, the Serengeti or wherever the fucking chimps are. Put it. Let's put him in Southeast Asia with those little red lemur monkeys, and we train them. Dude, he is grappling. the next Jane Goodall, dude. Mm. He's already so zen. He's already like one with the universe. So yeah. why don't we put him with? the monkeys and they, they learn uh, you know a little bit of uh, a little bit of wrestling they, they get Here's, on the floor I, they start rolling around i'm imagining this as a movie and opening scene is scott perry he like walks into the jungle and there's like he he's like promptly machete. He's yeah promptly encounters a silverback who is being very territorial yeah scott just raises his hand and he goes stop brother there must be peace and then credits. He just goes, Dana White. And the, <laughs> and the, the gorilla beating his chest and shit. Dana White and gorilla goes, oh, and, and puts out puts out his hand. Scott lays his hand on top of the gorilla's hand. And then and then Eye of the Tiger starts playing. And then it's a right like the first 10 minutes of the movie is a 80s, 80s montage, <laughs> training montage. <laughs> It is and then just we, and a then rocky we, montage. Yeah. I was going to say, and then we million dollar baby the gorilla. <laughs> where it's a sucker punch at the end and the gorilla fall, snaps its neck on like a stool. We million dollar baby the silverback. <laughs> Scott's crying. <laughs> and also the seat. I just, this is just a director's note. The CGI is like real bad. At all. Oh, real bad. <laughs> it's like, it's like Bollywood level CGI. Yeah. Like we hired Jerry Brockheimer's like uh like illegitimate cousin to to do yeah. the the shit. Like Scott places his hand on top of the gorillas, and you can clearly see that it's like a human wearing a gorilla glove. It's a glove. <laughs> the gl- it's the gloves that uh, Uncle Jack wears. I'm always sunny. Yeah. <laughs> it's painted brown. <laughs> Nobody look. All right. Nobody look. I think we got something. Um, yeah, so to all the the production houses that are listening, yeah, we A24, have an idea for you know Wes uh, Anderson. Mm-hmm. We got something. And we think you're gonna like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a script, it's not even really a fully fledged idea, but it's just making Rocky, except instead of Rocky, it is a silverback gorilla. I do think that that could be t- totally a spoof movie where it is like the combination of all the fight movies ever. Like yeah. I'm talking like Million Dollar Baby, Rocky, Creed. Uh, what's the the Warrior? Right? Mm-hmm. Wasn't that a fighting one with uh, or in the Fighter with uh, Chris, uh, Christian Bale? Yep. It's a spoof on all those, but the main you know boxer is a is a monkey. <laughs> a monkey, a monkey, and a 26 year old jujitsu guy <laughs> from new york hired by dana white 
Yeah, hired by Dana White. And Dana White is is Dana White's likeness is thrown throughout the movie, and we do not get permission. <laughs> Nor do we address who it is. No, we we say we call him we call him Dana Black every every step. Every, Dana Black is the new commissioner of of this this uh yeah of uh U- UCC United Chimp Championship or whatever the fuck it's called Chimp Fighting. His name is Wayna Dite. Yeah. <laughs> please, please, Wayna, let him fight. I think he can do it. What's the Silverback's name? <laughs> like Jeff. <laughs> I think it just should be Coco. Okay. All right. It's Coco. It's a female gorilla, and she just kicks the shit out of Ronda Rousey at the end. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, we have to we have to keep the genders. Like, we don't care that it's a different species. And it's yeah. Oh, just... and then, yeah. Then there's, like, court proceedings mm-hmm. in the third act that, like, could bar yeah. Coco from actually fighting. <laughs> yeah. And then... I think at one point she has <laughs> Coco <laughs> has like a, a like one of her entry matches is against uh Jeff Hardy and she just yeah. murders Jeff Hardy. She murders him like like she, like rips his arms off. <laughs> <laughs> like well, he she can sense the evil in him. And it's a total just like yeah, it's like a, at the beginning it's like ah, what Coco Come on, yeah. you can't rip Nobody Jeff Hardy's arms it off. And like, yeah, it's like not a thing at all. And then something minor happens later, and then they try to challenge whether or not Coco yeah. is sanctioned yeah. to the, fight within the United the, States. <laughs> the reaction, the reaction to Coco ripping Jeff Hardy's arms off is Scott just snapping a clipboard over his knee, going like, "Come on, what are you doing out there?" <laughs> He not that, he, that Coco just mur- not that he, Coco just murdered a human being. Yeah, and then we pay a homage to uh, Harambe in some mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. I think I think we got something here. Yeah, I think we got something. Well, hey, uh, with that brain fart storm uh, of a beginning, welcome to the Jonestone Podcast. I went to lunch today at a famous Texas Pitmasters barbecue place. Um, Steve Albini. I don't even remember his name, but it was com- it's called something like Smoking Oasis. Sounds pretty good. Was it? It was like. Were you, was like, were you in paradise? It was like, um, like the lunch counter at school except with like the best barbecue ever. So you walked up and you got a tray and a fork and then you just went down the line and you're like, I want that. And I want that. I love that. That's like, it's like, and then you got to the barbecue, the the final boss. And it was just a guy with a knife and a cutting board that was every meat black gloves. (laughs) And he's just, yeah. And he's just, he just points the knife at you. Yeah. doesn't say any words and you know, you have to. He's like the soup Nazi. He's like, you just got to get yes. in line. And so he doesn't mm-hmm. tear your arms off like Coco to Jeff Hardy. Uh, what'd you get? I got the brisket sandwich and then I got um, street corn and um, they had like cowboy beans, which are basically just baked beans and then banana pudding 
I could go for some bread, like banana, banana nut pudding, like the banana mm-hmm. bread pudding. Ugh, so mm-hmm. good. Like mm-hmm. a good banana foster. That's something that's very underrated. It's a very old person dessert. Yeah. It's like, it's like bread pudding, like tapioca, but like a banana foster is so good. I've really come around on, I've always loved, like, I'll eat a banana right in your goddamn face. Uh, I believe that. Um, but banana flavoring has now become like a, a must for like my protein shakes. And like, oh, yeah. I need to be, have banana going on in that shit. And then having yeah. like, yeah, like a banana, banana pudding. You, you, uh, <laughs> you treated yourself today on the Sunday. Oh, I did big time. And then after that, we got ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This took a turn. Now I'm concerned about you. Are and you then okay? we went to a pizza place. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, now I'm concerned. <laughs> you are not well, my friend. <laughs> but I did realize that the, my, my fatal mistake was getting the brisket sandwich. I should have mm. just gotten a sampler of a bunch of different meats, but... When you get that like that brioche bun, you're filled up real quick, dude. And you did not get the the exquisite meat yeah. relationship that you were there for. Exactly. You 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 were going in. You should have went in for an experience, and and you you just came out with a little memory. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was just like I I got teased a little bit. Yeah. I do love brisket. Is has been like one of those like. If it's there, if it's on the menu, like I'm getting it because you don't, yeah. I don't get it that often. You don't find it on like a menu that often up here. It's like it has you have to go to like one of those like we smoke the meat barbecue place. Uh, it's uh, brisket's so fucking good. And I remember there was it's a so place good. in 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 York that did, it was called Mission Barbecue. It's a chain, and I, I've now learned that it's like not even like some of those down here. Yeah, it's like not even that good because like there's like the one off places like this one that are. But um, I, I was my first time there and it was like the it's it's a shit show in there, but like it's controlled chaos, it's like people yelling and like, yeah. what do you want sides? What side? <clears throat> and I literally had my friend order for me and I was like, I've never had brisket before. I'll try that. And he got yeah, he got me like a brisket sandwich, mac and cheese and like potato salad. And it's like a, it's like a yeah, just like a metal tray with the wax paper. And they literally just threw it all on the plate like mm-hmm. One, the bun was over here. The mac yeah. and cheese was spilling into the, you know, the 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 utensils and on the napkin. It, it, but it was it was the awesome. That place, Mission, also has like the, I don't know if they still do, but they would have like the six pack of sauces. Yeah, it was like all different states, and so there was like a Maryland one that had Old Bay in it. There's a Kentucky one, the Tennessee one, the Texas one, and I was like in heaven. They they had uh if you got a sweet tea, it was like free refills. Oh, and I was just flooring it. Yes. Um. So in my opinion, brisket is the like windsock. It's the barometer of whether or mm. not a barbecue place is actually good. Because... I've heard that that's the pulled pork though is the barometer. Well, I always think that it's the brisket because I think pulled pork, there's a little bit more leeway. Like you can have like, you can kind of fuck up pulled pork and still mm. have it be pretty good. But yeah. brisket is one of those things where it's like, it's such a delicate, like smoking process that mm. for it to come out exquisite, 
yeah. is just a whole different. Like the one I got was he had a fresh slab of brisket and he cut it in half in front of me and then cut like two slices off of it. It was like, bam, and I was bam. like, sir, I'm going to come on this table. Yeah. <laughs> uh, would also, you, would you care for me to be on my knees when I receive? What is your favorite barbecue sauce? Or like style of barbecue. I was gonna sauce, say, so like, like you, you're not, you're, you're not asking me like brand. Like, what do you, what do I look for no. in barbecue sauce? Yeah, because I have well, a, a specific favorite. I will say that there was at that Mission Barbecue. I think it was the Tennessee one. Mm-hmm. I think, and it was like a mustard base, and it had a little bit of spice to it, but it was like the, the mustardy type of tang the spice and then it was kind of like the overall like the i I always when i have barbecue sauce it's kind of like this is a worcestershire smokiness to it so it was the mustard that isn't in like a it's not like your famous rays doesn't really isn't really like a mustard base that's more like a tomato base but it was like the tennessee one was the mustard the spice and that like smoky worcestershire sauce that was it was um it was also super uh like watery it wasn't like like ketchup squeeze like squeezing it wasn't like it It, it was like dressing and it was amazing Mm -hmm. yeah so uh, i believe that that is like technically a variation of the carolina style yeah barbecue sauce which is like notoriously the mustard based Mm -hmm. and to me that is the gold standard of barbecue sauces like i don't know what it is like i love all barbecue sauces are good let's just make that point yeah but if I am going to like pick out a barbecue sauce, I am going Carolina because for some reason that mustard <clears throat> and the the variations of it, like it's hard to miss with that yeah. for me. And it's so a you, lot more versatile than I think a lot of other barbecue sauces are. I think it's different because it's like you got your uh, plebeians who will put ketchup on everything and they're like uh, way of dressing up and being like, oh, like this is like a nice this is a nice meal, so I'm not going to have ketchup, but I'll take the like famous Ray's barbecue sauce. But, yeah, sweet baby Ray's, dude. Yeah, sweet, <clears throat> sweet, sweet baby Ray's. Like, that is, I would assume, like, probably from your standpoint, you've been exposed to barbecue and, and down there much more. What is your stance now on sweet baby Ray's? It's fine in a pinch, but honestly, yeah. like, you probably Kroger have so much like- more. Yeah, has a Kroger brand Carolina style that like I'm going for that over Sweet Baby Ray's most yeah. of the time. Yeah, Sweet Baby Ray's to me is something that you put on like a roast beef sandwich now. Yeah, like it's not they something got sweet, you use they got Sweet Baby Ray's over at Nikki's roast beef right sauce. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> what was I gonna say though? Fuck. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, like most if you go into a grocery store, they'll have like a variety of barbecue sauces, like styles, like there's mm. the Memphis style barbecue sauce. And then there's like the Kansas City style barbecue sauce. Yeah. There's the Carolina style barbecue sauce. I think it depends on what you're going for. But in general, I am going for that. Yeah. For the I Carolina, will say though, there's the like some dishes where you're like a Carolina or a Memphis that's like kind of a little bit thicker and based more around like the brown sugar is yeah. nice because you want that like caramelization of it. Yeah. But if that's I'm probably like when you're like eating some chicken, like pork bacon, yeah. 
or something pork like that. Pork bacon I'm with something Carolina sweet. Carolina style. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say like a bri- like a pork or bacon is like already like a cured is like meat is already so salty. Mm-hmm. So you want that brown sugar in there to balance it out. But if you're going for like like a chicken breast or like even brisket yeah. is just perfectly yeah. like get that Carolina on it. What is your mm-hmm. take on ribs? Hit or miss. I, I'm not a big ribs really guy. Bad anymore. ribs. Yeah. So I, if you can find me like knock your socks off ribs, then yeah, yeah I'm in there like swimwear. But what I've realized as I've ventured into the world is ribs are so like hit or miss. Hmm that it's almost not worth it yeah i was ribs are something you like try somewhere and you're like if these are good then i will get a an entire rack but if not i'm i was the biggest ribs kid ever for the at at, specifically at chili's just to like just to eat ribs like my mom wasn't like buying like like hey tonight we're having ribs and like she plopped like a rack of ribs like on on the dining room table so i was like oh whenever we go to shows i'm getting ribs i would polish them off and like you know how like the routine of like you're at like one of those places they come they get your drink order they go they bring the drinks back they take your dinner order and then they leave then they bring the food and then they check on you but right before yeah. they come back for that like fifth time i was always finishing before that woman was coming yeah. back like <clears> five <throat> ten minutes later like I would devour ribs and now I've gotten away from it. It's not that I've had bad ribs. It's I am now a, a, a sentient human being uh, and not a 12 year old. And I'm like, why in the fucking world do I want to eat with my hands yeah, and get sauce just everywhere? And now I look like a fool in a fool's restaurant, Chili's. Um, and I, think I, I also, just I can't like, do it anymore. As you become a sentient human being and you realize that there's like kind of better things out there and there are better like ribs out there. And then you're like, well, I'm not going to like, like go to Chili's. Like there's actual good things at Chili's. I'm not going to go to Chili's and get ribs. Exactly. (laughs) My, my, my horizons hadn't broadened yet. There was still, there was still, uh, you know, uh, some, some perspective to be had, uh, as I was, you know, devouring ribs as an 11 year old at Chili's. Um, but then like going to that, my first time having like good brisket at that mission barbecue, I remember being like, like, we don't have a lot of barbecue places in, in new England. And like, if I am getting barbecue, it's I'm, I'm getting ribs or I'm getting a pulled pork sandwich. And they were like, oh, well then there's like so much other things. Like even like the the Pennsylvania, Maryland kids were like, you haven't like, you got to try some shit. Um, and brisket like blew my fucking tits out balls Um, off. Yeah, a good but, yeah. a good like smoked chicken too, and that's another thing I've been learning. Having pulled chicken, pulled barbecue yes. chicken is so much better than pulled barbecue, uh, pulled pork. Yes, hundred percent. Like I love a million good, percent. A good like shredded chicken with like the barbecue sauce and it's like a whole sandwich. Just like, like because you even said like um pulled pork. I've had pulled pork before from like like a Chili's or whatever, but like a place that's like where the barbecue place and it's completely dried out. Yeah. The pork will dry itself out a lot quicker than like some nice pulled chicken. will, and you'll have that like nice flavor of the chicken. Yes. And also like the other thing is even with both of those instances, if it dries out, you just slap a bunch of barbecue sauce on it yeah. and it's 
wet again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then the, yeah, but if we've got some sweet baby rays, then it's becoming a little. Yeah. To circle back to the barbecue sauce conversation, I didn't. Mm. Uh, my first four into gochujang barbecue. What? It's Korean barbecue. It's a gochujang base. Ooh. So it's like a, it's this like really nice, sweet, savory. Yeah. And it also has this like kind of like oriental spice to it. It's, um, it's like, I don't know if we're allowed to call I've it had, oriental spice anymore, but no, I think you can as long as you're just not referring to people. <laughs> I think you can refer to objects as oriental. Um, I have been to an authentic Korean barbecue place in uh, one of the in-between towns between Amherst and, and Springfield um, with my Korean friend that I went to school with. Um, and uh, uh, unbelievable, that go, uh, go chu, right? Go I've had jang. just go chu jang. I've just had the normal, like not the barbecue sauce, but they brought like the go, their yeah. typical like go chu. <clears throat> it's like a toasted sesame sauce. Yes. Like you can have like sesame oil, sesame sauce and everything. It was awesome. The, the Korean barbecue place, they need to have more of those around here because I fell in love that one meal I had. It was like seven of us. The bill was 80 something dollars. I was yeah. full and we were all drinking uh, so, uh, sake. Like my, my buddy just kept being like, bring more, more. He's like, he's like more sake. And they were, and they were bringing like two little bottles. And so you'd only have like, it was like a, sh a, a two shots, but you would sip it of like, of like the, um, what do you call it? Of, of the sake. And they would just bring the two little bottles. They were like four bucks each a bottle. Yeah. So it was again, seven of us. And we were only paying like, uh, like two bucks for a drink. Basically yeah. it was, and we were getting blasted. It was so fun. And I just, I kept like literally like putting my hand like so close to like the burner that was in the, because it was an authentic one. You put the burner in the middle and you cook <sighs> your pork, cook your steak and everything. And they were like freaking out. Cause they're all like teachers that like were uptight, but I was loving my life just like, <laughs> and then like taking their like vegetables they'd been cooking for a while. And I'm just taking the shit. <laughs> Korean barbecue is dope. Dope. Um, also, I think like one of the best barbecue spots I've ever been to in Massachusetts was um, <clears throat> this little spot. It's in like one of those little weird areas off the Mass Pike. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Applebee's. Yeah. Um, but it was a great like, little joint. They're really, they're really, you know, I think they should expand. It was a gas station barbecue spot. I know, I know, I, I'm not joking. I do know that place. Um, yes. <clears throat> I'm going to see if I can find out what it is. It's not, it's not out. It's like, it, you're still like in like the middle of the state, right? I think. Yeah. You're in like dead. Yeah. Um, it's like almost in like, it's, like it's in like Westboro or something, or like, you're not exactly. in Worcester yet. You're not like in Worcester yet. You're like in West or Eastboro or something like that. I've been there. I think I got gas there. Yeah, but it's like you walk in and it's just like a, basically like a counter and then a couple seats. Yeah. And it was probably the closest I've come to like real fucking good solid barbecue. Yeah. I mean, this obviously we are not made for for this, for, for barbecue. 
And I, to be honest, I hate the people that are like the smoker people who are like, oh, I got yeah. like, I just, and it's no, unless you're running a barbecue joint, don't have one of those or mm-hmm. don't tell me about it whenever yeah, like, don't i don't it, care about it again that we've we've always danced around this there are people that make things their personality the smoker personality the people who have the smoker they are insufferable like i don't care about the marbleization of a of a piece of meat i don't at all it's, and so please don't classic... tell me about it <clears throat> I just found I got a surprisingly quick answer about this. It's in Sturbridge, Massachusetts. Yeah. It's called BT's Smokehouse. Yes, BT's. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've seen their their signs like you see their signs on like Route 2 and yeah. Mass Pike. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like if you we went, we rolled in, and I mean we rolled in at like they open at eleven. We rolled in there at 1050. And got yeah. breakfast barbecue like sociopaths, and it was that. impeccable. Like we had a race, lunch, and then I had leftovers. The race back to either wherever you were going, either Amherst or Georgetown, to then shit your brains out was probably yeah exhilarating. Yeah, yeah. No, I was on the way to Lake House, so we were like pretty ah. close. We were like 20, yeah. 30 minutes away, and I was like, nice. "All right, yeah, let's fucking party, dude." <laughs> I just saw it was uh, Johnny Flynn's birthday too. Yes, precisely. Um, that's actually kind of why I thought about it because I know that Laura's at the lake house right now. Shout out to Lara. Laura, Lara, Lara. 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 Um, <clears throat> don't make your hobbies your personality is what I was no. getting at. I don't yeah. care, dude. Just because you like that thing doesn't mean I like that thing. If we have similar hobbies, then we can talk about the hobbies. Yeah. And we can talk about what the things we like. But yeah. if, don't, I don't care. Yeah. Like personality traits are like uh, a good listener. Um, Funny. Kind. Yeah. Humorous. Uh, depressed. Um, <laughs> jerk. Those are personality traits, not smoker uh, and Peloton and uh, bicycles. Like those aren't personality traits. Please, yeah. You, hobbies are not personality traits. There are things you are doing Aping, because not a personality trait. Yeah. You, you you have a certain personality trait that then leads you into uh hobbies. But please don't make the hobby the personality trait. We don't we don't like care. I think I'm a pretty self-deprecating type of person. That is a per, that is a that is a personality trait. Yes. Um and so that has led me to the hobby of doing this and you're getting yeah, beat i getting beat I'm, mentally every day i'm a bit of a bully at heart so yeah. that is a, a personality trait that has led me to be good at at my job which is leading people yes i i am a bit of uh hey I, I, I don't know what i was going with that one <laughs> I, I ran out i ran out i uh I I have humor, and so it has led me to the hobby of doing Jesse Ventura impressions that are coming back. So why so why don't you tell me? Why don't you tell me why I have two thousand gallons worth of Mountain Dew Code Red in a silo next to my property? <laughs> why don't you tell me why? Can we get Jesse Ventura on this podcast, please. <laughs> I I 
I really think, I really think this Joe Biden, Joe Biden. So why don't you tell me why, why the gas prices are so high, Joe, if you're, um, if you're such an expert. That's actually a great segue. Did you catch any clips, bits, pieces of the White House Correspondence Center? Of course not. <laughs> there was one, and I have a controversial take after this, but uh, Papa Joe stood up there and he was like, you know, it's been a great year for uh, some guy named Brandon. He was like, he and honestly, I'm... That. <laughs> wow. Good for him. He's like, I'm really happy for that guy. He seems to be doing well. That's a great, that's a, that's an Obama move. That's like, yeah. uh, uh, he has his wherewithal and, and Barry O would just like face criticism head on and make a joke out of it and be like, I don't give a shit that good for yeah. Joe. Yeah. And that brings me to my, my hot take, which is I, I don't know in my heart of hearts that I think Joe is as out to lunch as everyone thinks. As everyone is. thinks. Yeah. I think he, I think he's close. I don't think he's completely out of it. He's, he, it, I think he's definitely like on his way out to lunch. He's yes, like exactly. mostly out the door. I don't think he's yeah. at lunch yet. You know, yeah, he's, uh, he's idling in the driveway ready for the person who can really drive the car to bring him to lunch. Like he's just waiting. Yeah. Exactly. Um, like, and, I, I do, and like, I think, I think, I don't think it's, he's trying to, I just think he's an old white guy and he's just quirky and does weird things. And it is the right that goes like, look at him. He has no idea what he's doing. I go, look at Joe and then look at all the other white old men that are his age. They do the same thing. That doesn't mean yeah. that they're not meant. They, they have no mental capacity at their age. They're just weird. Yeah. Like Trump was out to lunch, but also like had an Adderall prescription. Trump was. Trump was, see, here's the thing. Joe is getting ready. Joe is about to be out to lunch. Uh, the other metaphor is that uh, Trump was off the reservation. Yeah. Yeah. Trump, Trump was just like had the wherewithal, had the mental capacity, and was just such in the wrong place at all the wrong times. Yeah. Like just yeah, yeah, yeah. so off the mark. The, there's like a supercut of of Trump just wandering off during like meetings and yeah, things. <laughs> but and yeah, it's like they all know, like look at Joe like doesn't the, know. Yeah, the maximum amount of seconds Twitter allows is how long that supercut is. Yeah, and there's probably more, but it's like him shaking like another uh, country's leader's hand and then just walking away. Like as yeah. if he had any idea where he was going yeah. or as if he wasn't supposed to be still standing there. Yeah. He's also, yeah. I don't want to get into a political, no matter how funny it no. is, but no, but I just did, have no, did I tell energy. you about my comedy uh, experience last weekend? No. So it was Nashville comedy festival. So last weekend we went to see KFC radio on Thursday, which oh nice. got to tell you a little bit of a letdown. It wasn't really? that great. It it was uh it was all right. Do you still I listen? Didn't have a bad time, not as much, but mm. just because like they've also transitioned to their episodes being like three and a half hours long every week because they do like they do like ninety minutes of an interview and like ninety minutes of content, and I'm like I don't yeah. have fucking time. Do for they this. they probably still do they still do like the voicemails and yeah they all that stuff. So yeah. um. 
But then on Saturday, we saw what was Shane Gillis and friends. Nice. And friends turned out to be four very mediocre comics that didn't impress us with about like 10 minutes of material each. And then Theo Vaughn got up and did 45 minutes. Wow. <laughs> an opener for Shane Gillis. <laughs> Damn, that's awesome. And like Theo, I, I don't know that I've definitely never seen him live, but like his his specials are not the way he does stand up like in that scenario. Yeah. So he was just he would just like run a bit that sounded like he had just thought about it and was just ripping off the top of his head, which yeah. he completely could have been. He's good. He he is really good like that. That's like these comics now, like the Stavros guy. I know he does crowd work, but like he just thinks his something is in in Theo Vaughn as well. Something is in his eyesight and he just goes yeah. like he just just <clears throat> like pounds his way all this momentum through joke after joke after joke after literally probably seeing like a guy with a with funny shoes. Yeah, and, like, he would do, like, four minutes of material on, like, one subject in which he'd just be, like, pinballing around to yeah. different, like, funny points. And then he'd sit back down on the stool and go, hmm, what else? Yeah. And it was impeccable. Yeah. yeah. And, you, and you're completely just engaged 100%. I love that. That's, aw- that, that's awesome. How much? To, how, was, how long was Shane Gillis on for? Shane Gillis probably did about an hour, I'd say. Mm. I think it was, like... I think you I think have maybe to. Theo, if, Theo did a little. Theo probably did more like 20, 30 minutes. Oh, and I think I was going to say if he, like an hour. If Theo did 45, yeah. Shane obviously has to go a little bit longer to yeah, yeah, not yeah. be. But Shane had a bit about he was he did like a lot of Trump stuff, but it was like, mm. obviously, I think he's like one of the only comics that is like not being kind of like a leftist, like just like beating the notion into the ground that trump was a terrible president and yeah it's like we we know it change it up it's he's yeah. he's been out so for he two was years. like talking about uh how <laughs> trump speeches and like how he also has like a really good trump impression so he was like he was like yeah my favorite speech is after we killed the leader of isis and uh trump like walked out of the situation room and like got into a press conference and was like <laughs> He was like, we killed the leader of ISIS. Uh, he died like a dog. He was crying. And then he just did 45 more minutes of like talking shit about this guy. And like, that is what I think like the that's like the presidency in a nutshell mm. in that he was just sitting in the situation room with no idea like what he what? was seeing. And then they were like, do you want us to kill this guy? And he was like, yes. And then he walked outside and talked shit for 45 minutes. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> who gives a shit whether or not, like, how far out to lunch Joe Biden is? It really doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Because, yeah, all the to, we've we've talked about it. to be president means you there's a deficiency within you. Why in the world would you, <laughs> would you want that shit? Would you want your job that doesn't actually pay well? To be no. to lead a country, and you choose to do it. Why? All these other leaders—they're born into it. Why do you want it? I don't even you want to be in charge in of like my classroom. This weird, like year and a half, eighteen month long, like ego trip of a 
like campaign. Yeah. And then when you get there, it doesn't get any better. Oh no. It's not like you're like, okay, whew, I'm done. I'm, no, it's just started. I'm surprised we've made it this far as a country because every single presidency that we've been alive for and that we've probably been like watching the news, like I vaguely, vaguely remember my parents talking about and seeing news about uh, George W. Bush getting the presidency in, in getting his second term in 2004. The classic hanging Chad situation. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, which nowadays is a depressed frat boy. Now, uh, George W. I remember the news was like, George W. Bush uh, is, is took over the presidency in 2000. It was a sinking ship. And it's just now he, he could be winning his second term. And the ship has yet to be righted. 2008 comes along. Barack Obama is the new president. The, the presidency, the country has been a sinking ship. 2016, Donald Trump is taking over a sinking. So we've been sinking for some time now. <laughs> this has been like a, a really like a solid 20 to 30 years of the Titanic slowly yes. slipping under the water. Exactly. We are a, uh, a an old geriatric man slowly falling down and it takes some ages. That is our yeah. that is where we are going. I just why in the world would you want to continue just the the decline? And I think every president, like, it's just, it's the same metaphor every time. Like, fucking, when, when Johnson took over for Lincoln, they were like, he's, he's in a sinking ship right now. And then, the, so the, the best our country has ever been has been with George Washington, and it's been a slow decline for the last 250 yeah. years since then. And not even, like, to just add on to another aspect of that is, they just wanted George Washington to do it for the rest of his life. Exactly. Like, hey, George, you should call and yourself he, like King, dude. He, and yeah, he was and like, he didn't know. He didn't even want it. He was this old, the best. I, I'm, I'm putting a stamp of the Jackson Fritz's, uh, you know, mass teacher licensure, a stamp of approval. The best president we've ever had was George Washington because he didn't want it. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, he was smart he was enough like, to say no. And then yeah. he was forced into it. He was like, he looked around and they were like, you should be king. And he was like, have you guys seen this? The ship is at its least sinking right now. Yeah. And it's just going to sink for the next 200 to 300 years. Yeah. I'm just going to be with my cherry tree and my fake teeth. Leave me yeah, alone. Also, on, also in the argument for best president is the one that... um stood outside and got pneumonia in the cold and then promptly died because oh, just because of the, the brevity of, of his William Henry Harrison. He was president yeah. for all of two weeks and then died. <laughs> what a legend. That, that right. Yes. Right next to George Washington. William Henry Harrison was the second smartest because he died two weeks in. He goes, you know what? Yeah. This ain't for me. Oh, incredible. This, for, this presidency thinks for the birds. <clears throat> But also to circle back to the Obama, like Obama got to take over in the middle of one of the worst financial collapses oh, yeah. this like the world has seen in the past mm. two decades. Yeah. <clears throat> in the past three decades, at least. Know. Yeah. And Sleepy Joe taking over during national pandemic. A pandemic. Yeah. 
I just can't wait for when The Rock becomes our next world leader. Mm-hmm. Also, one of Shane Gillis's bits was that Donald Trump should be a third party at every presidential debate just to yeah. like throw insults at him and see how they hold he, up. <laughs> he should be like the Washington generals, like the team that the Harlem Globetrotters beat every game just to just to do it. Yeah, 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 exactly. It would be hilarious. Just like put it because like, do you know how many more people would watch the presidential election if it was actually just like just, a bit of a roast just to have? Yeah, ex- yes, exactly. It's just it's the, we we know what you're here for is to obviously hear these two candidates uh, talk about how they're going to change the country. And then four years later, they, they never do what they say. They but do any an, of the an added of incentive to watch is you get to see <laughs> Donald Trump uh, get a spot blown up by these two people and have just nothing real to say. <laughs> I want Donald he Trump says one controversial thing yeah. on, a, a, on a dais and just they are just going back and forth with insults yeah. to both of the candidates the whole night. Exactly. Don Trump should just be the moderator at that point. And he's he just it's it's backhanded compliment comments after backhanded comment after backhanded. He's just like, uh, same question to you, uh, you fat piece of shit. (laughs) After every answer, he's just like, wrong. (laughs) It should be uh, Trump and then Amber Heard's uh, lawyers should be the moderators. (laughs) Have you kept up with any of that? Did you watch the Reddit clip I sent to you guys the other day? Yeah. Yeah. I saw just it's it's the same. It's this the same. And it's just it gets more and more like they can't be this dumb. They can't. The the, the lawyer, the lawyer going, I don't agree with that uh, diagnosis. And she goes, well, I'm the expert. Like, (laughs) yeah, what are we talking about here? You you, like you don't agree with it. It's not an opinion. It's a fact. (laughs) Science. The other one where uh, the Hertz lawyers asked like whoever was on the stand a question and then like he got like two or three words in and the guy goes objection hearsay and the judge goes you asked, you asked the question you asked the question yeah <laughs> it was yeah it was yeah, I think that one was like Johnny Depp's like assistant or of, of some kind and he started to go like now on this date like uh, what did you basically? It was like, what did you see? And he goes, I can recall on that day. Oh, uh, Jet hearsay. And then they were like, I, I, they were, there were some where they were like, you objected. I said the, yeah, like I haven't gotten out a real thought yet. And you have objected to that, to that pre. Also, there was the, the video I saw closed out with it was a shot of the judge like at wrapping up her day. And she looked like that, that infamous meme of the Popeye's worker just yeah. being like, Oh my God. <laughs> there were, there were, I saw a good one today on Twitter too. Shoot. It had Johnny back on the stand. Oh, it was the, it was the guy. I uh, say it was the full clip of the person fumbling through the papers and like, yeah. then stand going, doing one of these standing and being like, uh, leaning over to the mic and going uh, objection and then they're like yeah. overruled like he hasn't said anything yet and he just goes <laughs> and he like sits down like oh okay I don't have any more like he's like I thought I could pull another one out of my ass and I couldn't and there I got a I think it was on Twitter I should send it to you because it's like it's like the meme one and it's like all these fake sounds in it like the yeah like the bruh <laughs> And they're moving the mic and it's making these crazy squeaky noises. It was funny. It is a real life episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. 
oh yeah the that the or the curb you the curb music could play over literally anything that they say yeah. and just like the the slows pan in to their sad sad faces it's fucking um impeccable yeah impeccable um new music uh, or yeah. are we not done with amber heard now we're done because we talked about her enough yeah we've uh <clears throat> we made our points clear last week yeah yeah bronson dropped kind of out of nowhere i had an idea it was coming i think he might have re- announced a release date like a while back mm. but because he did drop that single but yeah. cocodrilo turbo a uh, short one i i like what he's doing with these like short blasts because we'll get more music but he is yeah. like I could, this is like a continuation, I think, of like an only for dolphins feel. It was a very yeah. like, at times it reminded me of like Caribbean, but also like, like Aborigine, like yeah. native tribe music from Australia. It gave off like this very like different feel. I know he's sampling things or he's even like getting real instruments in in the studio and whatnot but i'm going into bronson i'm there for the lyricism i want him to say the most salacious outlandish shit and giggle to myself and then the music kind of comes secondhand but close i'm still i love what what his music um i'm never gonna be upset by bronson but i do kind of wish he'd go back to like the dr Lecter days yeah, I, I wish I wish I could have like another little like blue chips. Um, yeah, I like this one. I really like the Kuchima, uh, the the Lamb Over Rice album. Yeah, only for Dolphins was like okay, like I I see where he's going, and then this uh, this Cocodrilo Turbo, I was like okay, like I I get it, I get what we're doing here, like yeah, it's let's go back, let's keep it moving here, bud. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't have a whole lot of super complex thoughts on Bronson, but yeah, also like, I don't know. He's also doing like a whole bunch of other shit. So I kind of understand that like, this is just kind of almost like his release rather than like his, like, this is like a hobby for him right now. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. Music is on the back burner of uh, much bigger things. And I'm sure he's going to make his return back to, to being who he is and probably have like a big tour and then fall back in love with doing him and, and making the music that we like from him. Uh, I did like that there was on, it was Tong Po. Also, before I get into this, that the, he sang turbo over and over again. Right. In all the songs, it goes turbo, right? Turbo. I think so. I think so. I was at, at first I had no idea uh, this is also a little peek inside of how my brain's work, brain works. I was hearing Bilbo, like Bilbo, <laughs> Bilbo. And I'm like, Bilbo. And then I'm like, he, Bilbo. Can't, he can't be saying Bilbo. And then I'm like, oh, well, maybe the songs will tell me like what he's actually saying. And then I just looked at the album and I'm like, I'm assuming he's saying Turbo, which has to be from one of Bronson's references to like Techno Bowl or something like that. Yeah. But in the second song, Tong, uh, Tong Po with um, Conway, the machine, Conway drops yep. an amazing line that goes, 
mm-hmm. I ain't a pervert. I'm just a little Italian. And then it like the track basically cuts out and people are laughing. He goes, what you laughing at? And he like starts to laugh. It was just an awesome line because I ain't, I ain't yeah. perverted. I'm just a little Italian. Yeah. Thank you. 10 out of Cuomo. 10. Thank you, Cuomo, for the soundbite. There were definitely I just picked up some like one off funny. Oh, there's a couple lines there. that I, I laughed out loud with. I wonder if uh, I wonder if I can find any other ones. Um, Do you listen to any of the future drop? I'm going to assume maybe not. maybe the single from it. Probably probably a while ago. Uh, oh, I listened to keep it burning. Just it Kanye. Yeah, I gotta listen there to was this. a wow. There was a couple all right songs. It's very like hit or miss, where it's mm-hmm. either like one of Future's love songs, which I find to be horrid. Yeah. Or it's like bangers. <clears throat> yeah. Also, I, I'm I, just rolling through uh subreddit hip hop heads. Danny Brown and JPEG Mafia announced they have a collab album coming out soon. Ooh. We got some good yeah. music coming up. I know like everyone like pumps themselves up for future and he's like every other album is like the best the next best thing since christ and so this is like future's next album and like next year will probably be amazing but um we got kendrick danny brown and, and jpeg don't we have uh got something else in between kendrick and this future drop right probably but there but was something i can't coming tell out. you what it is i think there was <clears throat> i think there's something coming out next friday but um I'm excited. There's going to be some good shit. Yeah. Uh, I'll listen to that in the future. It seems like um, it seems like everyone's kind of like coming. It, this is like, I'm like, the pandemic's coming. over, dude. Music's back. Yeah. Like, come on. Come on now. Yeah. We got Arctic Monkeys coming out soon. I, uh, I'm i seeing John Mayer actually next week. Goddamn, uh, son. I know. Uh, There's going to be some good shit. I'm excited. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Celtics. Celtics. Um, as, of re- as of recording, uh, game one of the Celtics Bucks series is well over. Jackson has um, taken a nap and had a couple more beers. And I was telling my students that if this is a close game, Celtics and six. If it's a blowout, it's Celtics and five. Um, I was unaware and was not told that the Celtics could lose. So um, I don't know where I stand now that they've lost by double digits uh, in the garden for game one. Uh I'm I have a little bit of optimism in me since we played a gosh darn stinker um, with Scott Foster up our butts. Um, I think Jalen and Jason are going to get reamed out by smart and Al Horford and Ime and really turn it around. And I think they're going to come out on Tuesday guns firing like we're going to have like Jalen or Jason have like a 30 point game and we'll write the ship, but this was a tough loss. Like I'm not happy that it, it, it happened that way at all. 
It was not fun to watch. Um, the we looked good. We looked good in the first quarter, and then it was like the second quarter on we poo pooed. Jalen Brown forgot how to shoot completely. Peyton yeah. Pritchard was throwing up just bricks at the end of the game. So so was Marcus, but it's expected. Our really like our our most efficient scorer when it's when it's games like this, it refers it it results back to. Jason complaining, Jalen being non-existent, and then Al Horford being the most consistent scorer on the team. Mm-hmm. And like that can't happen. Al, <clears throat> Al made like his first three threes and then kind of went away for a little bit. Um, played great defensively. I thought Al played great defensively. I thought Mark played great defensively. But it's just like we we really needed to put us like make a stamp on this series and losing the first game in the garden. Not a stamp. That's a mushroom stamp. That's scary. Um, As the NBC sports, Boston uh, people keep saying, uh, this is going to be a Molly wop. I'm not joking. They've said that multiple times now on (laughs) air. And I don't think they know the meaning. (laughs) Eddie house said it game three of the net series. And then game four, and then this game one, they've Scal has been like going back to old Eddie House. We're gonna molly whop them, and I'm like, oh Scal, I don't <laughs> think you quite know what that means. <laughs> Abby Chin said it, and I'm like, not you too, Abby. <laughs> Incredible. Um, I was unable to uh, listen to the game with sound, so um. What happened to Marcus? So it did he dislocate his shoulder? It looked like he did, but it was just like he got it got yanked decent. And so it was like a strain and yeah. he, like he like it was just like bruising and, and whatnot. He just he got he basically he got a dead a dead arm. I've had it before yeah. where it like it's not like necessarily gets yanked out, but you get it hit. And it's like pushed a weird way and it's a stinger basically, Yeah. but it feels, and he walked away and it's the same feeling as if you dislocate your shoulder with the stinger yeah. feeling. And so he was like dragging it being like, I think I dislocated it. And then they were like, no, you're fine. Um, he got the shit. Like he got beat up today. He like, he, he, he banged, up. he banged his knees a bunch, which is already like terrible. His shoulder, <laughs> his quad. So he hurt like his left knee towards the end of the game. And then had, when he, was with the shoulder thing. He also had like a right quad thing. So it was both legs. Uh, Rob Williams got kicked in the dick pretty hard. Um, yep. Yeah, we got My favorite play of the game was when Marcus kicked Grayson Allen in the face. Yeah, that's mine too. I love that. <laughs> that's my favorite. <laughs> um, but but Grayson Allen this... is also, also Grayson Allen also kicked uh, Grant Williams. He'll try to hit a yeah. corner three and then like, purposely is doing like the flopping fall back and he kicks rob uh um grant williams like right in like the the leg or something and they were like yep that's he's uh he gets three shots at the foul line and he may reviewed it and we were like we we just who we thought he was grayson allen kicker <laughs> foul <laughs> cheater liar thief um also since i started watching basketball again i didn't realize that you could just challenge fouls yeah, this is it's basically since that was a big plot twist 
yeah, last year you basketball you viewing. <laughs> it was like last they year like you could review. Challenge. I was like, wait a second, what the fuck are they doing? I know. Last year you could review, but no one did because they were like they didn't know the rules of how of yeah. challenging, and even like the refs were like, how are we going to re- like we refs have made a name off of the NBA for the last sixty years of like calling bullshit calls and then not yeah. being checked. And so last year when they were, could be checked, they were like, I don't know what I'm looking at. And now they're like, they're getting in it. So a lot more challenges. There's at least a challenge a game in every, Easily. every game now. Yeah. I think I've seen one every game I've watched so yeah. far, if not more than one. Yeah, um, there's always a review now. Also, this was a prime game for um, like, for example, at one point I looked up at the television screen and they were like in a timeout or something. And all of the players that were on the court I didn't know a single one of them. And the only person on the screen that I knew was Grant Williams. So like, who is that big beefy white guy that plays Danny the Tice? Post? Daniel no. Tice? He was on the court in a Celtics uniform today. And big, he beefy was just white like guy. Was this the end of the game? Yeah. Oh, they put in the, the backups at that point. You're either yeah, you're probably yeah. was he brown hair? I think so. Yeah, that's Luke Cornett. Um, he's uh, the the Cornet. Um, he uh, is all right. He's, yeah. So he, that's why he tends to trip and just tear Giannis's ACL. Yo, yeah, 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 yeah. It was prime time for that, and nobody was doing anything. Of yeah, Luke Cornett or Giannis Hauser was still like dive bomb like, Giannis's knees, doing the Giannis takeover to our backups for whatever yeah, fucking reason. So somebody tackle him. Oh no, I tripped a little bit and I happened to really badly sprain Giannis's ankle. I think I said what this a tragedy. To, I think I said this to Richard. Yeah, like straight up Luke Cornett. It has to be Luke Cornett. It yeah. it's it's no other or maybe Hauser or like uh not even not, Malik Fitz is actually gonna like help our team out next year. Um, but Luke Cornett, um I'm speaking directly to you, Luke. Uh, I need you next game to uh just shoot uh uh Giannis in 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 the leg yeah you know kneecap him yeah you will do a little bit of jail time you're big i think you'll 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 survive you'll, you'll do well you'll be fine in jail um and then when we win the championship you'll still get your ring yeah and when you're on contract we get out of jail pay. You can have a, a a job in the front office. Yeah. Oh yeah. Of course. <laughs> Wick Wick will totally hire you if if the reason we make it out of this is because you shot Giannis Antetokounmpo in the <laughs> leg. You will be set for life. Well, you're still you'll be on contract the whole jail time, and uh, you'll get your ring. Because I am I am afraid of the Bucks. Mm-hmm. I am not afraid of the Heat. And I am not afraid of anyone in the West. Maybe the Suns. I I just I. It was really depressing. I like truly like I I don't I didn't know what to do with myself. Um, I just took a nap after the game because I was like I don't want to think anymore. After that, it was a bad game, really bad. It was like it was like Celtics pre December before we had the big turn on. The thing um, that I always think though is that. When you play that poorly in the playoffs, you don't come like that's like a an anomaly. You don't come back and like that doesn't continue. Yeah. 
Yeah. So like that's what I said. It's I'm entirely plausible that they put up this stinker today and then they like go look at video and they're like, okay, here's how we shut down Giannis. And then all of a sudden next Drew, it's Giannis and four Giannis and Drew Holiday. That's all I care about. Pat Connaughton hit two or three Boom. threes. Totally fine. Could care less. Um, but Drew Holiday ate us alive, Giannis ate us alive, and that's all I care about. Like just lock those two guys I up. Didn't... Even even Ime said at the very uh beginning of his press conference, he goes, I am glad we did that today because it's not going to happen again. He's like, it, yeah. it's the perfect time for us to lose one at home. We'll make it up and we will not play that bad ever again or yeah. in the series. It also seemed like they, for a while, didn't really have an answer to Giannis. And at the end of the game, they started like having Horford on him and then they mm. switch um, Robert Marcus. Williams like onto the double. Yeah. yeah. And that seemed it, to work. And I was we, like, did we did that not occur to us quarter two half the thing? The thing that I saw was we we locked up Giannis as much as you can lock up Giannis. He's also he's the reigning MVP. He won the ch- title last year. He's going to get those calls. Giannis will just barrel down the court and get a foul. He's so impossible he can, to stop on yeah. uh, on any sort of uh, like fast break downhill. Yeah. The thing that we need, and we, when he was set feet in an offense, he didn't have his like whole run down the court. Um, we locked him up. We, yeah. he would cause them to turn over the ball. This is at the beginning of the game. The thing that Giannis added to his game, which makes him so much more dangerous than last year, is that he's now passing the ball. And it left Drew Holiday open to score 20 some odd points today. It left um, Brooke Lopez to like clean up right below the basket. Um, so another dude who I'm like, how is he still in the NBA? Let's trap Giannis and let's lock up Drew Holiday because let Brooke Lopez take all the three point shots he wants because he's not going to make them. And then the other two bums that are on the court with those three, I don't even know who they are like, go for it. Um, but we obviously saw who, who killed us today. It was Giannis and Drew Holiday. Yeah. How are the Bruins before we wrap up? Bruins, they play tonight. Uh, game game one in Carolina tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow, um, it's going to be an interesting series. I believe that they lost the season series, which um, means absolutely nothing yeah. at all. It's playoff hockey. Um, yeah, no, anything could happen. But they did. The only interesting move is they called up Chris Wagner, who has played in the AHL, Jackson, all season. They mm. called him up for the last game, and then they're like, "We're keeping him for the playoffs." <laughs> and, he, and he had like. He had like 12 uh, minutes of ice time the other night and I think had like the most hits on the team. Love it. And they were like, yeah, we're keeping him. He's just a goon. He's just yeah. he's out for blood. He's the, the pride of, uh, I think he's from Weymouth, maybe. I don't know. That's he's from right. one of those suburbs. Yeah. But they were like, yeah, we need we need wags on this. We team. need we need Derek Bugard incarnate to just. Yeah. Some to, to mow a couple of Larry and Curly's and bash their heads together. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I think the Bruins stand in very good position to have a shot. Um, they're not playing the Leafs or the Lightning first round, which I consider kind of 
sometimes that can be good and sometimes they can that can be bad because like yeah there was that one year where the lightning won the president's trophy and then i think like the bruins knocked them off first round and yeah. then it was just like okay like see you later guys um but if they get out they play either the lightning or the maple leafs i believe yeah. which is terrifying um but we've beat both of those like we had the lightning we had their number like for in, whatever in reason. regular season yeah, which again means nothing, but it's at least something. We didn't play the Maple Leafs a whole lot, and the one time we did play them in recent memory, we got absolutely torched. Really, but I'm I'm feeling good about this. Yeah, I'm I'm also with the I saw it on a uh, the Celtics posted it on Instagram, and it was uh, like the TD Garden playoff series, and it was sun Sunday afternoon. Celtics Bucks, Monday night, Bruins, uh, Carolina, Tuesday night, Celtics Bucks, Wednesday night. So I'll I'm tomorrow night I'll be watching the Bruins. I'll 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 be in Aaron and Grievances with you and Richard just chatting it up. Yeah. I'll watch it. Yeah. I'll ask a lot of questions. Yeah. Hell yeah. No, I mean I, I, I think, think it's gonna else. be great. Uh what time's the game? It's probably like a seven o'clock game, seven thirty, right? Probably, yeah. Probably. I gotta go. I coach tomorrow playing ls do you know anyone from lincoln sudbury <laughs> they're like the best lacrosse like school in the state and uh we're gonna get smoked yeah like a yeah. fucking blunt brother yeah um but then i'll be i'll be ready to watch the Bruins. <laughs> um anything else my friend i gotta go cook up some oh. tilapia no, I gotta figure out what we're having for dinner tonight. I also have to go do legs. Mm. I get these quads pumping sun. I, I don't even talk to me about the gym. I haven't gone since a week ago. Yeah, you just gotta start doing some some light sprint work at at your practices. And Actually, I, you know what? I did work out. I did work out yesterday. So, uh, there is this uh car uh like conditioning um workout that we uh, had the kids do um it's also known um as a torture device it's called snake yeah so you start on a corner on the end line and you know like the lacrosse field there's end line and then there's the box and then the midfield and then another box yeah there's another imaginary line which is the goal line but there's no line there or anything but we yeah. always talk about the so you snake you go down the end line you take a turn and then you go down GLE and then you get to that other end of the sideline you turn and then go down the box line and you just snake your way through those like what is that one two three like that those five like lines and snake your way back and forth and then you do it again um the varsity was like after a whole practice my coach was like you guys suck like we're I'm we're running you and we we get them going into the snake and they're all like fuck you oh my god this sucks we hate you oh fuck you jackson oh fuck you coach and i'm like you guys are like the biggest babies and i ran it with them i was the last one in the snake and i beat all of them before they hit the the other end line and i was like running by them being like what are you guys doing after this and they're like shoving me and shit um that was a good workout because my uh hamstrings were about to tear yeah fuck i like dude. sprinted because my I'm way through the snake I also assume that you did no stretching or warm up. God no, this 
God, no. I didn't know stretching, no. and I, like, stood around while also they were all, like, the only reason I beat them is because they had an entire two-hour practice prior. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that was my workout, and I, I felt good about myself. I think we're going to join a softball league for this summer, and I am excited to be a huge hardo. <laughs> You you need to be no I no go the other direction be the guy that brings orange slices <laughs> and cool orange orange slices and yeah like the 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 jugs uh, little juices and like the jugs and put them in like a little cooler you yeah. gotta do that yeah um but I'm thinking like you know those jacked dudes that are always on TikTok that just hit absolute moon shots yeah like bombs and then just yeah. walk back to the bench that's that's the goal yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna. I get, think you can. Do I'm it. gonna get working in the gym on some like rotational stuff, rotational yeah. strength training. You get on the the the, the cables and you're just like yeah. hacking, yeah. hacking away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No medicine ball against the wall, baby. Oh yeah, 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 yeah In yeah. There, there, like swimwear. There you go. Just be an absolute dunce in the gym, just yeah. smacking medicine balls against concrete yeah. walls. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, uh, hold on, ranch wheel. I almost forgot. Oh. If we keep doing a- the ranch wheel at the end of the episode, we're gonna have to do this effective for next episode. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because I'm I just wanted to make that clear that like I'm not drinking a cup of ranch in the time it takes us to wrap this episode up. Yeah, I, I keep forgetting. If 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 folks, if we hit the ranch, if the ranch wheel gets hit, we are drinking the ranch next episode. So we have to yeah. be reminded. You have to give me host. Oh fuck. I was looking at Reddit because I was still up from when I was uh Looking, looking for the, at porn. Oh. um stuff and there's just a <laughs> just uh the first thing on my feed was a picture of two monkeys fucking <laughs> classic all right here we go ranch please wheel and it will go it will go it will go into effect for next episode, and that effect is no ranch. No ranch next episode. Remove. Sorry, All right, folks. This has been the Chonestone Podcast. Uh, keep it sleazy, and I'm out. Uh, hey, baloney. <clears throat> so, so why don't you? Why don't you tell me? Why don't you tell me why the, the Navy, I was a Navy SEAL and I was jumping out of helicopters. I have $2,000 worth of trained dogs ready to attack people if they step onto my property. Oh, so why don't you, why don't you tell me? Uh, one of the Theo Vaughn bits had to do with a learning disability and um, thinking that uh, Stone Cold, or sorry, Cold Stone Creamery was actually stone cold stone creamery it's like this is this one guy who would be like would you like it in a cup or a cone i'm trying to think of hey uh, i can't do stone cold steve austin's you goddamn son of a bitch you wanted a cup and a cone goddamn son of a bitch Shoot up, baby duck if it quacks with a ruga. Top billing, come cops and billing it. Shots is block shipped out and bought, and y'all feeling it. LP killing it, killing my killing shit. What more can I say? We top billing it. Valiant without villain it. Viciously found victory. Burnt towns and villages, burning, looting and pillaging. Murderous. Tr-
Another day.